bitches. And this is a podcast. My name is the Cube. I'm the Moose. We have a disclaimer for our last podcast in that I need to apologize to Greta Thunberg for saying Greta Thunberg instead of Greta Thunberg. So that's name. We also need to apologize to the people of France and Italy. All 5,000 of you who are using the word Fogla when it should have been Fogia. But we still... This is still unconfirmed. <laughs> Apologise to those in advance. <laughs> Today's topic is idols. Mm-hmm. Idols in this day and age is a broad topic in itself, mm-hmm. as we have many in terms of musical entities. We have religious entities. We have people we idolise who mm-hmm. are close to us and far away from us as well, either past, future or present. And they all mean different things in different ways to each of us. And the meaning of idols changes through the decades as well much like the words the phrase the use of the word epic has decreased how epic epic things are legend is probably the oldest standing one Derry (laughs) is no longer legendary (laughs) iconic very few things or in in between far and few things that are now iconic Mm -hmm. as opposed to things in the 50s with idols like Marilyn Monroe yeah how do you feel about Marilyn Monroe? Um, oh god. This is a thing where, like, I'm sort of neutral because as a female, of course I want to say, well, she empowered other females to feel um, comfortable in their sexuality and their mm. selves in, in a time where women were being made to feel like, because, um, I mean, the 50s was the height of, like women have are just like robots like yeah, yeah. <laughs> in straight straight talking men in suits yeah exactly backhanding um, people left right and center yeah because it's manly yeah um exactly yeah exactly so yeah i do think that that was good but at the same time like maybe that's when things started to turn from um i don't know like you look at when did it become acceptable to show so much skin in the 50s that was when dove adverts started showing a little bit of thigh in the adverts and that was unheard of up to that point Mm -hmm. like like a woman seeing a woman above the knee was like do you know what i mean yeah well in the 20s it used to get you a fine like (laughs) if you're if your like skirt was too low like it was up to like just beneath the calf muscle you'd be like that'd be five dollars please and you're like what the fuck so people like women got re- thrown in jail for like wearing short clothes. Oh my god, I wonder. I was gonna ask. I wonder if it's sort of like you know when you've got a car and you get so many tickets, you eventually, I guess, go to jail, don't you? If you or you lose, or you lose your license at, at the very well, for like parking least. tickets or for like speeding tickets, you can lose speeding your, tickets. You can lose, like yeah, if you got points and yeah point system. Is it like that in the twenties where like if you I got caught know. wearing a a, a mini skirt so many times, you'd be like yeah banished yeah. <laughs> protested you got thrown in jail protesting yeah well i think protesting again that's something that's like but why do people why do people protest in a sense is it is it behind an idol in itself like there's people who used to start going to the streets to act to agree with someone to an extent where they idolize the person like cult- there's culture culture yeah but then there's cult there's cult and culture that's so what i said so cult sorry. culture <laughs> Yeah. So there's people who idolise like uh, Marilyn, not Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson. He's an idol to some people. Mm, that's scary. Scary. 
I think anyone that idolizes somebody that, um, I don't know, that kills people like that. He didn't kill anyone. Well, he orchestrated it. Yeah, he did. But here, he didn't kill anyone that we know of. Mm -hmm. You know, like... Well, close to you and me. (laughs) Like some (laughs) pretend the street. No, he didn't do that. Um, He killed someone in prison. Did he? He's passed away now, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people like some people like celebrated it, and then recently for a film. Mm-hmm. Is it about his future? Yeah, he's in the the new Quentin Tarantino film. Mm. Quentin Tarantino is an idol. That's right. Would you agree that Quentin Tarantino is an idol of cinema? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. The other thing, what I was saying when I said about legend, yeah. I think like it's the s- longest standing one because it goes all the way back to like centuries ago, mm-hmm. where if you were a legend, it was because you actually did something. Yeah. You you know you saved someone, you slayed a dragon, you you did something, and or you pulled a sword from a stone. Yeah, and you know like you didn't just get back then you wouldn't be remembered for just being a nice person just for being a sound person for buying a, a round at the tavern do you know what i mean now that word like people such now as you would be a legend if you bought a round for people that's what that's what happens when you buy a round you're called a legend exactly for that's that's my point greta thunberg is actually a legend like yeah when you know in 20 30 years time people will still be talking about what she's done yeah. or what she's doing or what mm. she's going to do because who knows you know she might help change the world yeah. so is she a modern day idol she could be to to a lot of people yeah mm. i think also she's she could be an idol to um people her age to her peers um or even just to be an idol to people like me who well it's, it's not nothing to like talk at the un like you I just don't, you just don't get nothing. invited to the UN. I was gonna say, yeah, like. Like they give a speech on climate change, and then so you're mm-hmm. disappointed with a bunch of adults, and then to have a bunch of like middle-aged men get annoyed at you. Yeah. Like I'm really upset. Why is you putting out things that scientists are saying? And you're like, because scientists have been saying this for years, and you're, you wouldn't have listened to them. And now mm-hmm. she says it, and all of a sudden you're pissed off about mm-hmm. it. What I think's amazing about like what she's doing though is she basically has a lot of hate coming at her. And you yeah. know this links back to when we were speaking about the about her sorry in last ep- in the last episode. She's got so much hate coming at her, yet she's still continuing. Yeah. To go and she's dealing with it like a very mature adult. Yeah. And at sixteen years old, she's having people that are twice her age tweeting really immature things about her, and yeah. she's the only one acting like an adult. Yeah. And so yes, yeah, she's an idol for people to behave in, in, a, in a, a respectful yeah, way. Yeah, in an appropriate manner. Mm. goes back to, again, when I was on about fancy dancy suits and why people can't just sit down and talk things through, why everything has to be... We call ourselves a civilised society. society, but we don't act civilised at all when it comes to um, foreign affairs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like in the, in the, phrase, of the phrase of idol to act out as well or to stand out in a sense so it's like you work harder in a different way because some people idolise people like Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg so these guys are idols in a new sense mm-hmm. same with like people like Steve Jobs mm-hmm. 
like he's not idolizing Jobs the way he works. Mm. Like he's now co-owner a multi-billion industry, and he's. Do they not then maybe just idolize what they have and admire what? Or they do they have admire what they succeeded in doing? Yeah, like they want the same thing. Like because I feel like if you admire somebody, like see if you're a physics. A physics. <laughs> a psychic or a, a physician or a physicist. A physicist. Right. Okay. <laughs> if you, oh goodness me, if you're a physicist, right, you're probably going to admire and idolize a physicist. Yeah, people like like you, Stephen Hawking or Richard Feynman. Yes, and even going back as far as Einstein. Yeah. Do you know when um uh. Who's the other one? What one? Isaac Newton. That's it. Okay. Isaac Newton. I can't believe I forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, do you know what I mean? And I think so. In today's society, we idolize people. Like yeah, there's people who don't know who like Isaac Newton is. That's crazy to me. Like, yeah, and it's the same thing with people who who don't know what like, a D. It's the same same concept as like people who don't know what a DVD is, or a VHS tape is. <gasps> Or if you say like a cassette tape and people are like drawing a blank to you because they're like nineteen or whatever. I was listening to Offspring today, and you know, um, are they an idol? Uh, I wouldn't say they're an idol, but are I like their music. To you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, they're not an idol. Some people but... idolize Offspring and they have tattoos of, them, of the band on themselves. <laughs> okay, well, let me finish my Sorry. story. <laughs> <laughs> so I was listening to Offspring today, and he says. Uh, there's a line where he goes on about uh, you're trying to run away from the police, but okay. under your arm there's a VCR. Right? Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, like how outdated is this song? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like we're Blu-ray. We're not even Blu-ray anymore. We're Netflix and stream online and pre-order on Sky. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, as time goes forward, so does the use of language such as idol and, and what why we idolize people. Mm. So people idolize today it's such i don't know like i don't want to slate kim kardashian because i don't i don't hate her yeah i don't have any you know like she's never like kim kardashian is the nickelback of people well she's never pissed in my cereal so i yeah, have no, i, I have that. no problem with it right i really don't but i feel like she gives off this you know all of her pictures are photoshopped all of well not all of them but a majority of them you mm. know she's had plastic surgery and she looks a certain way she can afford things to make her look a certain way and then you've got young girls that idolize her and want to look that way and hate themselves because they don't look that way yeah and it's like for somebody that does suffer with self-image problems here mm. and there like that's really upsetting to see that like you know I don't follow on Instagram, I don't follow anyone that I feel like is going to make me feel kind of crap about myself, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, idols yeah. and... But there's people, yeah. that, because that's a, a new thing in itself, is people idolise YouTubers now. Oh, there's yeah. People, there's people well, they're who, called influencers. Yeah, yeah. So you get the same sort of thing with, like, people who do makeup or do video games like there's people who are inspired to do youtube videos now because of pewdiepie yeah so in a modern sense now that person's idol is pewdiepie i don't know why they're not called content makers why are they called influencers it's been i think, it's, I think it's both i think content creators is like what they actually are and like influencers is what they want to know be known as yeah but like you're a comedian you technically know? like <laughs> so i don't 
Like, but I get what you mean. Like I like I, I don't create co- like in in terms of being a comedian. Like I am a stand up because I've stood up in front of people with a microphone and it made people <laughs> laugh. But I've, maybe you're I've, an idol to somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I but it's like I I'm not creating content on YouTube like doing like mm-hmm. skits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to if you want to see my performance or my bit or whatever, you have to come and see me live. Mm-hmm. Because that's all I've got. It's a nice open mic, and that's the way I want to do it. Like I'm not doing it to be like. Because I, I, I made jokes about social media to say like I, uh, on Thursday, but it's like I if I have to if I want to do this as a career, I will have to do like some form of self promotion, which would include Facebook and Twitter. But it's like mm-hmm. I, I can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do it personally anyway. So I'll run your social media. Nah. It's fine. <laughs> but no, it's like yeah, and I don't, and I don't like media and stand up is because of like who my idols are as well. Mm-hmm. Like Billy Connolly is like a massive idol to me. Mm-hmm. Like he's the first comedian like I truly watched and like genuinely loved like the the, co- the content they did like mm-hmm. i loved what he talked about or the way he did like the way he taught tell his stories the way he had his punchlines just woven into everything like the way he just meandered on the topics and i just feel like i do that as a person anyway mm-hmm. so i feel like a lot of my idols like growing up or in general are all like comedians like my favorite people are like people like bill burr mm-hmm. uh richard pryor i love eddie murphy like like delirious mall uh doug stanhope like charlie booker like it's like even comedy in itself like who do you idolize in comedy is like a broad concept as well because some people like stand up some people like comedy shows some people like animated shows like the simpsons mm-hmm. or family guy like these these are shows they idolize as well mm-hmm. like i my, my favorite thing to watch to make me laugh or something would be the simpsons for some people or like some people really like mash mm-hmm. some people really like the aziz ansari stuff on netflix like there's loads of comedy like new comedies on netflix now and it's just like the the definition of what you're idolized because people now idolize people like Amy Poehler, Tina Fey. It's like again, it's like that the 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 power of like quality and how you idolize the show mm-hmm. is also a broad concept too. Okay, well, what do you think about this thought then? That seems like a really drawn out thing. <laughs> it's just like things are good. Things are good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> sure what you mean. <laughs> um, what do you think to this then? Do you think that people idolize what they want to see in themselves? Because I yeah, don't, it's I've like what what traits or what dreams do you wish to accomplish? Like, what do you want to do? And like, yeah. like some people want to be stand-ups and they become like comedy writers for other people. Yeah. So on the like what makes me think that is on the other side is a lot of times you find people what they dislike in someone else is actually slightly what they are like themselves yeah you tend to dislike in other people what you see in yourself what, or what you maybe don't yeah see like in who yourself. inspires you what do you mean like who influences you to be like a certain way or like to like chase a certain dream or like a life like if you're a big fan of like a musician would that then inspire you to be a musician as well no i don't think you get my meaning like um, that's like the idolizing side, but I mean, like on the flip side of that, like, um, say if you don't like somebody that is late all the time, okay, right? you don't like someone that's late all the time. Maybe it's because, like, no, sorry, that's a terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible, sure right? Say you don't like somebody that's maybe slightly controlling. Maybe your partner's a little bit controlling, right? Okay. You don't like that, but maybe you're a bit controlling yourself, and okay. that's why you don't like. But is that is that for self control or is that for to control someone else? No, it's because maybe you don't like what <laughs> I think we've gone a bit. 
<laughs> what I'm trying to say is maybe it's like the opposite of it. So the idols, when you when you see somebody, because you could idolize anybody from your next door neighbor to a celebrity to you know somebody that doesn't even exist, somebody that was just a myth, you know. Okay. You could idolize anything. You could idolize Jesus, you know. Yeah. You could I well, I'm, there's of course there's a lot of people that idolize Jesus, but I'm saying you could idolize anything anything yeah, anybody anything right so if you idolize that person is that because that's what what you say you, you aspire to be you want to be like that person yeah if like you're a big fan of like Roald Dahl would you want him to have been a, a child author or something yeah maybe yeah like absolutely. a child author a child book author yeah I know what you mean I always say child <laughs> author when I'm meaning about child books yeah because yeah, like I like mm-hmm. if you like I a big f- I'm a big like if, if I had an idol another idol it'd be Kurt Vonnegut who's a writer he wrote like a lot of stuff in the sixties. He wrote uh, Slaughterhouse Five, which is like a really like. Oh, I cult. read that. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's a good. Great book. And I read like loads of other stuff like that. But it's just the way like the way he writes and the way he talks and the way he like describes his his uh, landscapes and like his characters and stuff like that. Stuff like that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think if I was to try and write something, I'd try and have like that tone of like the surreal mixed with like the comedy and like the actual serious part of like how mm-hmm. it's it's foreshadowing. Well, it's not foreshadowing. It's it's in part of like the Second World War, but it's like an alternative like timeline that could have also happened. Like again, going into your simulation theory from last time, okay, okay. is it like what? What? Where does like? Cause a lot happened in like the Second World War, and there's people who I again idols come into play. There's people who idolized Hitler at that time. Okay, okay. <laughs> is that a strange segue? Yeah. <laughs> but again, that's another people like like people like communism and stuff like that. People, some people, certain people idolized Joseph Stalin at a time. Like people are idolizing Donald Trump now. Mm-hmm. Like he's an idol to some people. Like again, this again. It's how broad the definition of idolism. Of course, is. absolutely, yeah. Because like, if 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 you're looking at how Donald Trump is now as a president, and then look back at how presidents are remembered from a time before, like mm-hmm. how we look at Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. like people how like these guys are being like analyzed over like two hundred pe- two hundred years of time to like seriously look at like what their actions meant and like the mind games and the politics mm-hmm. behind all that. What Donald Trump's doing now, mm-hmm. and like such a shorter period of time, into like how much history this is going to inspire outwards afterwards do you think that could have a lot to do with social media then yeah it, yeah absolutely because like, you've got numerous sources with like, there's so many more newspaper like uh resources now like information resources mm-hmm. like you've got like al jazeera news you've got bbc news you've got mm-hmm. like huffington post the daily beast like whatever like all your online not even just that. And you also got your youtubers as well who sell the, who do the news as well uh twitter uh, yeah. I was gonna say tweeters. tweeters. Tweeters, yeah, tweeters. Like Vice, there's Vice yeah. news. Like they have a different mm-hmm. way. Of, like it's all different angles. The Guardian. Yeah, I think like, oh. see, this is what I always think. Like, don't get me wrong, influencers are very. Um, I feel like if you're an influencer, and it's in the name, you influence people. Yeah. Okay. So if you're an influencer, I really believe that you have to be very careful with your opinion. Because, as you say, idolizing, do you know, if someone idolizes you as that influencer, maybe you should stay, even if you have very strong political views, Mm -hmm. maybe be a little bit more careful how you put those views across. Yeah. I don't know. It it goes back to cult culture. There's this following of somebody has to be right, and we need to follow this person, and that's Charles Manson in itself. I mean, that's (laughs) what happened. Yeah, it's just like just because you're not a fan doesn't mean I can't follow him. Because mm-hmm. like again, people who like Bernie Sanders but get told they're not being like 
left wing enough or mm-hmm. if they're two left wings as they are like a Bernie Sanders fan mm-hmm. or if you're two right wings you're a Donald Trump fan but you don't want to be called right wing because right wing leads you to being mm-hmm. again like the Nazis or like the communists mm-hmm. not the communists communists are left or the center left I don't like labels like that though it's a, bro- it's, it's a bad like one as well like people say socialist like a negative thing mm-hmm. and the communists like a, an attack and it's like you're trying to say this person is this mm-hmm. so therefore they cannot be idolised or some people idolise those people for those labels. We definitely live in a world where we are made to have labels. Yeah. Like, it's almost socially acceptable, unacceptable, sorry, to say, I, I refuse to be labelled. Like, it's almost, people consider you to be a wee bit of a hipster. <laughs> I wouldn't consider myself a hipster at all. Like, I, I but then I don't like labels, you yeah. know? Maybe that does make me a hipster, but... I, I just like I, I just believe that people are people and if you view something a certain way I mean I see things on Facebook being shared between liberal like the left and the right okay mm-hmm. and like the way that they speak about each other I don't think either side want to see people hurt I don't think either side wants to see people killed and you know maybe you care but I don't know about that <laughs> but like uh, or um the nationalist parties and things like that mm-hmm. you know these crazy these crazy things um but like i don't think either side wants to see anybody hurt and that's why i think labels are really really dangerous because they stamp you as and then you see all this slander about left and right and <laughs> okay even even with labeling though you have in certain cases you have to be labeled to be an idol yeah that's true well, I suppose. Because again, it comes back to inspiration. Because there's a lot of people in in our our culture mm-hmm. that, like, in the UK, there's a lot of people who idolise footballers. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, inspired to be that, like, a lot of like s- the English and Scottish mentality of like what what guys especially can wish to achieve mm-hmm. is to be a professional footballer. Like, mm-hmm. it's a big dream for a lot of people. So they idolise to be like Ronaldo or Messi or like Lewandowski or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's because I watched I watched football for like the first time in a few months the other night on YouTube, and like I could not name half the players. It was Arsenal versus Standard Liège, and like couldn't name anyone. And like it, again, come back into idols like footballers. I remember playing for Arsenal were like Mesut Ozil being the last big one, mm-hmm. and then before that was like Dennis Bergkamp and Thierry Henry, mm-hmm. and that's a different era of football. And that's like the idols from when I grew up watching football. So who this basically. It's like a world sports thing for idols as well. So it's like Pele, Maradona are like considered mm-hmm. like two of the greatest ty- of all time. Like it's just again, idols mm-hmm. has a powerful sentiment attached to it, especially with like mm-hmm. sports. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, <laughs> fucking hell, <laughs> Jesus Shamon. Christ, Shamon, motherfucker. <laughs> like Michael Jordan is an uh, icon of basketball. Like he has, he's. He had six championships, like just uh, something you don't know much about Michael Jordan. Um, I kind of do. Yeah. He's in Space Jam. He's in Space Jam. Yeah, I've heard that. People idolize Space Jam. Yeah. It's a really good film. Who do you idolize? I want to know who you idolize. Like, give me like three people. Say who they are. Your top three. Say who they are and why. I want to know why you idolize those people as well. Okay, so this is basically like another another thing of the three people you'd have a meal with oh, like a lot of the people and a lot of people I choose I would I would put into like people who I would consider to be inspiring to me in some capacity I guess okay. 
so I'll go I'll go back to Bill Connolly. So I'll say he inspired me a lot. Just like I just wanted to be a stand up for watching people like just talk. Like it's always like talking to me always seems like a skill that I, I've never been good at. And then people keep telling tell me to come back to me and saying you're good at talking and I'm like, what do you mean though? And it's like, what do you want to achieve? It's like, I'd like to be a stand-up comedian. It's like, who's your favorite comedian? And I wouldn't say Billy Connolly. I'd normally go for, like, Bill Burr or Doug Stanhope or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's still Billy Connolly, I would say, would be my biggest inspiration to, like, first watching a comedian and, like, saying that if I was to do any job, I'd want to do that job. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even, like, one special. It was, like, a documentary of... It was the I Wrecked for 30 Years video, the VHS that I found in my mom and dad's room. <laughs> and I, like, I was watching that, and he's just... He's just it was just so funny. Like I just remember laughing so much and like just I was You're like brave to watch a VHS tape you found in your mum's room. I was like, what does erect mean? <laughs> oh, it means standing up. I'm like, all right, ha oh puns. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's probably my biggest inspiration in terms of like wanting to be something would be Billy Connolly. Um, second one, I'd say Gordon Ramsay is a big influence on me as well. <laughs> Like I, I like the way I like just the, like the way he talks about things and his passion for, yeah. for once like he gets a lot of shit for being like really mean, but he wants you to be better. Like a salad. Yeah. Oh my god, and he knows he knows his way around a sentence, and I love it. I love the most. He's just like outra- he's such an outrageous person, but I find him quite normal. Like people are always like he swears a lot. I'm like I'm Scottish. Like it doesn't. That's just like <laughs> that's just how it is, man. That's how it is in Britain. So like, that's the way I feel like I I I appreciate the way he talks about things, and I feel like in a certain way when I I criticize something, I feel like I go at it the way he would go at it. Like mm-hmm. I don't like going to restaurants that much anymore because I feel like when I was working in spoons, like I was mm-hmm. very careful about the way I worked, and like I wanted everything to like be presented well and stuff like that. But it's not, it's not like a Michelin star meal mm-hmm. I'm presenting. <laughs> like it's just like yeah. might be real. But yeah, Gordon Ramsay, like in the way the way he like views things of like quality of the food and like just the way he like talks to people and wants people to engage like I find that really kind of like empowering or like influential like if I want to do something I want to like because I'm not controlling but I like to be know what I'm doing yeah. and like be responsible for my shit and like be good at what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. so I feel like that mindset he brings into trying to help other people like inspires me the way I want to help other people as well it's like that you've got to, like if you have high standards then it's like trying to achieve that is mm-hmm. like a internal struggle but it's like in the end it will be worth it and again I think it links, links back into Billy Connolly again not again links into Billy Connolly as well of like trying to be good at something so I'm trying to be good at being a comedian mm-hmm. and then third I'll go for Maynard James Keenan who is the lead singer of Tool okay. and I fucking love Tool Tool are easily my favourite band I've got a lot of favourites because like I will listen to a lot of music like a lot but Tool has been the band I've listened to the most over the past 10 years mm-hmm. and his lyrics are amazing I do love Tool I love Tool um, yeah his lyrics are fucking amazing his voice is incredible and like a lot of the subjects he goes over and like what influences him and the way just like the music works in general like it's just he fits everything perfectly and it's just as a person I feel like the way he he's presents himself like he chooses like he's very decisive in what he wants to do mm-hmm. and I feel like I re- relate to that a lot it's like I don't want to fuck him I don't want to tell me what to do like that sort of stuff but it's just it's like again it's like don't give a fuck be confident in yourself mm-hmm. do what you want to do like so like read loads of stuff and just like feeds back into being informed because he was a stand up too and again he's a singer so I it seems to me like 
you idolize people uh, who are creative that yeah that are creative that yeah. are passionate yeah that are creative mm-hmm. courageous sorry creative yeah because they're all they're all very bold in what they do like yeah. they're all very assertive okay with like the way like Billy Connolly talks people the way Gordon Ramsay talks people and the way Maynard James Maynard doesn't talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah it's just like I love I love all the band all the music he's created like the Weezer and my favorite singers and I fucking like a lot of stuff that I hold dear in very high regard because I'm fucking pretentious. <laughs> but yeah, I say those, those are my three main ones. Okay, okay. I could probably change it at any given time and like come back with completely different answers. Like, well, that's like the thing Hunter S. Thompson or something like that. I mean, you but, idolize yeah. so. This is the thing with, with today, we talk about social media, but like back at, you know, maybe just even. Yeah, people, who, people who like idolize like one person. Like, I'm X's biggest fan. Yeah, like but that's the people point. who like who are like really, 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 really into Robbie Williams. Like when. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when um you idolize back just a few decades ago, you might like only idolize a few people because you don't know of that many people. But now everything's at a clicking button, mm-hmm. so boom, you. You know what I mean? You've got it. You've you're a you're able to see more people and have more interactions with things and so that way the the meaning of the word idolizing has completely changed yeah you know? yeah 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 because we go back to kim kardashian there's people who idolize her yeah again. exactly and there's people who now idolize like their entire sisters like all sorry the entire family like mm-hmm. in a different level but do they idolize what they want in themselves though that's what i mean so you mm-hmm. idolize people that are proud and that are courageous and bold and passionate mm-hmm. and creative yeah but people use could use those same labels to, de- to describe Kendall Jenner or the other one <laughs> not Kendall and fucking Kylie Kylie that's, it, yeah. that's the one mm-hmm. um, yeah like they're they could be described the same way by mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. like in their own sense they're creative because like they own like lipstick stuff and whatever well yeah I guess make so. a fortune yeah. of that like one of them's a billionaire that's a good, that's actually a good point yeah that's a very good point yeah you can't as much as you know I talk about the way that they do certain things you can't deny the fact that they are talented successful they are successful at what they do yeah I mean they have managed to build an empire on literally one of the worst public things to ever happen I mean they were like nobody ever heard of the Kardashians until the OJ Simpson case right because it was yeah hit the the father wasn't it yeah that represented mm-hmm. OJ so <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> no I <laughs> thought no I thought you were gonna say, I thought you were gonna say no one had heard of Kardashians until the the Kim Kardashian sex tape well no that was like something that obviously catapulted her but yeah. before then they were just a a very rich well off family that were okay. known for you know yeah representing yeah, big this public case. case big public disclosure. and then that's because had it not been for him representing the case when kim put her video mm. out nobody would have cared because okay it's just another random sex tape on the internet <laughs> no it's the daughter of a man that represented oj simpson yeah one of the biggest public and then everyone was a big fan of ray j and then kim kardashian's now more famous than ray j um, and Ray J is an influence now. We might have to go take a quick break, Keenan. 
create as possible for them. Yeah, sure. Sorry about that, we had to evacuate a cat. <laughs> My cat was scratching to get out. So we thought we'd just take a quick break, let her get out before she got too noisy. <laughs> um, so we were talking about Kim Kardashian. Um, and something that I find really interesting as well. If you think about it, back when our country and America was run completely by religion, by the church... Okay. The things that are acceptable now weren't because the things that the things and the people that were idolized just didn't behave in that way. Yeah. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So for example, like a lot of people um idolize the Virgin Mary. Okay. And so they go by her like like nuns, right? So nuns mm. will always have her statue and you know, they see her as the as the idol, right? Mhm. So same thing like with Jesus and with Buddha and um, here's the thing, one of my people on my list of three that I, that I idolize um, would definitely be Buddha. It would 100% be Buddha. Okay. Um, is that her scratching to your back? <laughs> it's okay, hopefully, um, hopefully she won't get too loud. Um, yeah, I, 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 I idolize the spirituality in him and the I strive to be humble I feel like when you're humble and you're grateful that's when you find true happiness okay. so that's what I idolize in people you mm. know that side of them that spirituality um, and even if you don't follow a certain <laughs> I know <she laughs> sorry <laughs> even if you don't follow a certain religion you yeah. can still idolize someone from that you know i of course like if i look at i don't, I wouldn't say that i idolize jesus because i don't have any i have loads of little buddhas i've got loads of well i've got quite a big buddha and then i've got loads of little buddhas but i don't have any jesus statues okay do you get what i'm saying yeah when i see things of buddha but it's like you wouldn't describe yourself as a buddhist no i wouldn't describe myself as a buddhist absolutely not but i do definitely idolize buddha okay and try to in a way follow a lot of what he says so it's like his message it is yeah. his ethics follow his message and his ethics great way of putting it yeah totally yeah because a lot of people do have like the uh the three design type if you know what i mean like the peace one mm-hmm. it's a lot because people like again idolize with idolization like they have tattoos mm-hmm. so people have like a buddhist scripture or they have t- cross tattoos mm-hmm. or like their favorite passages like that ties back into your idolization point again as well. Mm-hmm. Who would your other two idols be? Ooh. Okay, so definitely Buddha. We've gone through that one. Um, this is going to sound really strange, but I decided on this person when you said Bill Burr. Sarah Paulson. Okay. I absolutely love her sense of humor and her. I, I think that she's somebody to definitely look up to in a way. I feel like she's I feel like she's so um people that are just happy and really generous people and wanna do well and don't just feel about their own success and care about their own like well being, they actually care about other people as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really like that about her. Um when you ask that question about if you could sit down with three people and have dinner 
and talk to them. Yeah. I feel like if, if you invited Sarah Paulson to dinner, I feel like it would have a whole completely different vibe to it. I feel <laughs> yeah. like these would all be laughing and singing and just having a great night. Yeah, because most of the time when, it, when, I, when I'm thinking about it, I, like, I want to hear these other three people talk more than I want to like, be part of the conversation. Like, mm-hmm. how would these three people interact with each other? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a more appealing thing to it. Mm-hmm. It's like you could like, do some deep digging if you had like, serious questions. Do you know to come back in again? I should probably do that, yeah. Cat break. <laughs> cat break. Back from the cat break. <laughs> again. <laughs> so, we were talking about religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that was... That was what I thought was really interesting. I find it really interesting how what your idea of an idol changes depending on like the times and what's acceptable at the time and, and okay. what you're exposed what to. What a way as that well. people we used to idolize Jimmy Savile and uh, Gary Glitter. Oh my back in the day when well, it was acceptable before they knew what they'd done. Yeah. And then yeah. how that changed how they were perceived. Mm-hmm. and changed how a lot of people perceive other people as well mm-hmm. yeah that that's that well anybody that still idolizes somebody that's come out with doing something like that clearly like is it right so <laughs> i do get that but yeah i think more along the lines of when i say how times have changed more along the lines of like how the church run everything and how <laughs> what you saw like relate back to religion yeah like what 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 you saw was just to do with the church and to do with god and so you idolized those things you idolized people that were god-fearing people you idolized your priest your your uh, king or your president right okay yeah because they they believed in the same they idolized the same idols you idolize yeah then as things start to progress i feel like people started to idolize um scientists yeah and um people that were innovative and bringing new things to what, inventors inventors that's so like it, thomas yeah. edison is an yes. idol of some people yes absolutely absolutely yeah so it's the same as uh not the same as but nicholas nicholas tesla mm-hmm. he's an idol in science but is he an idol in the same concept that someone like lebron james is an idol um <laughs> I think that leads really well onto what you were saying about the, the scale of greatness. Scale of greatness, yeah, absolutely. Would you like to talk about that a little bit? It's like so if if you have certain bands, like if you're if you're a fan of music or a fan of films, like that, there's a certain like not a tier of list, but there's a well, there is a tier of list. There's many, but like films like The Godfather are films that are idolized, mm-hmm. or like Apocalypse Now or Goodfellas. Um, these films are idolized for being like amazing films and like stand the test of time and stuff like that. And so they held, they hold up on on my scale of greatness in comparison to like other films mm-hmm. to be quite high up. And then you have uh, Martin Scorsese, who's a really really good director, like one of the greatest directors of all time. Who in my eyes is an idol, for filmmaking. That's he's high up on my scale of greatness for that as well. And then he came out recently and said that the uh, the Mar- the Marvel films weren't cinema, and I agree with that. To certain extent, I'm not a massive fan of Marvel films, mm-hmm. but I like I like the characters involved in that. But I don't idolize them the same way as I idolize other comic book characters as well. Mm-hmm. So that's again another branch of the scale of greatness as well as comics to films. Like that's a comparison that's made quite a lot. Same with like TV, you know, book adaptations into films as well. How like the how what you like about the book can change 
when it's adapted for screen. Yeah. So it's like it's not as great yeah. as it could have been. Mm-hmm. So back to the original premise of the scale of greatness for comparison to other things. So like people like Le- LeBron James today is mm-hmm. an icon or an idol for basketball. Mm-hmm. Back in the nineties, it was Michael Jordan. And then the big question that always comes back against the comparison part is to find out who would be better. But it's like, do you need to have the competition there? Mm-hmm. So if you're, people are talking about bands a lot of the time for like, there's like Led Zeppelin and the Beatles. Like these are bands that are like the greatest. But it's like if you, if you listen to a lot of music and you listen to someone like the Beatles enough, it's like you don't prefer that kind of music anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore. But it's like if you like if you like rock music and you also like rap or you like heavy metal, then your perception of what good music is different, as opposed to if you listen to just pop music all the time. If you only listen to like BBC One Radio, or like Card, if you just listen to Cardi B, or if you just listen to Nicki Minaj, or if you just listen to Kanye West, then like it's like that's what your perception of greatness is, because mm-hmm. people what like, you're exposed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like and again, beat scale of greatness and musicians. I respect Nicki Minaj and I respect Cardi B but I'm not massive fans of the music but I wouldn't criticise them either but it's like if someone says do you want to listen to this I'd maybe say no it was Nicki Minaj or Cardi B it's like I'd rather listen to something else did you not just go see Cardi B last year? I did year? see Cardi B sort of this year and like again it's like I'm not a massive fan but she was she was good like she put on a, a really good performance she ran down the middle middle runway but tripped and did not miss a beat and I like applauded but at the same time when I was looking at her running down I was like please fall please <laughs> and fall and she did because <laughs> if, if she fell like properly like like a child like and like toppled over <laughs> dropped her mic I was like ah they'd be like a meme or it'd be like a viral sensation of Cardi B falling over and I'd be like I called it but yeah that's again like if I because I wasn't really looking forward to Cardi B of all of them I was more looking forward to seeing Chance the Rapper but he pulled out oh because it was a festival yeah. wasn't it and again like yeah. Scale of Greatness like I'd put Chance the Rapper higher up mm-hmm. than over Nicki Minaj or yeah. Cardi B but it's like if Scale of Greatness yeah <laughs> it's like how you it's like just how you perceive things to be good like if if, if you're a big fan of drama mm-hmm. then I say have you seen The Wire or The Sopranos it's like you've see, either seen The Sopranos a little bit and you don't like it like yourself mm-hmm. and, or you've not seen The Wire at all because people think The Wire is boring and drawn out and drive it's like a book like it plays out like a book and it's like really easy. it rewards you with patience but it's got a lot of characters in it and that's a different reason for why because there is a lot of character in the world and I understand like keeping a, a float of everything that happens is a bit of a task but it's like the same people put that effort into Game of Thrones and there's more characters in Game of Thrones and I wasn't that interested in Game of Thrones although I had and a lot of people like put that high up in their scale of greatness above like shows like The Sopranos and Breaking Bad but I would hold those two shows higher up than mm-hmm. Game of Thrones and I watched like Game of Thrones for like two seasons mm. and it was alright and it just wasn't for me so would you th- say then that when you talk about idolising that you just mean things that you like then like not so much things that you like aspire to be yeah because you know? like TV shows and that like I mean what is what you think is completely different to what anyone else thinks and to what anyone else to them thinks mm. and so like to me I would like it's a TV like, show but not <coughs> idolise yeah but it's like why are these why do you like the TV show much TV show so much is it the writing is it the characters is it the dialogue is it a blend of all of them right okay because so I'm a big fan of American Horror Story yeah 
but I don't idolize all the murder and the, you know, the yeah. gore and but stuff. But a lot, like a lot that, of good shows don't aren't aren't interesting without murder. Like, there's a lot of like shows that use murder as like a subplot. Right. Okay. Like mystery. Like yeah. Like it. a lot of people yeah. really like. Um, well, not really like, but they're really interested in like people like Ted Bundy mm-hmm. on Netflix, and there's people who idolize him. Mm-hmm. Again, back to Charles Manson, it's like in a different sense. It's like they don't love him or hate him, but they are morbidly interested in him. Mm. I would definitely say that I'm fascinated. Yeah. With serial killers from like a criminal psychology point of view. Yeah. That's what interests me in them. I would won't say I idolize them, but if I see a documentary about a known serial killer or any any kind of serial killer, I'm very interested in true crime that yeah. kind of stuff. So I would watch it, but I definitely wouldn't say that I like idolize them. But with your interest in criminal psychology again, would that influence your choice in watching TV? Like, if you would watch a TV show, would you be more suited to going for a murder mystery? Um, like, or would you watch CSI? Always. Would you like being more interested in watching CSI? Or like Probably criminal not. minds. I'm not really, I'm not actually into those sh- TV shows. Really, I mean, I'll watch them if they're on the TV. Yeah. But I wouldn't like. They're they're, they're police procedural TV shows. Yeah. More than anything, and like I, f- I find that I'm exhausted from police procedural shows. Like I watched a lot of them growing up. Like I've like, there's only so much CSI in Miami and New York you can watch before like you've seen like every episode. Every episode, yeah. And then it's like absolutely. they all they all like repeat over the same show. Like every yeah. every police procedure show will eventually fall into the same formula like it takes a lot for like a a lot of them are like really inaccurate as well yeah (laughs) yeah it's like it's it's not like a requirement for it to be realistic as fuck but at the same time like it helps if it's more realistic but at the same time it's like no one pays attention to what the police are saying half the time anyway well (laughs) it's like they all have because even then they have different ways of like approaching how they approach people like not all of them need their rights even though it's like in the in the film or the TV show that they do, mm-hmm. or like the book, where it's like a part of this, like you have right to one phone call, no blah blah blah. Do they not normally read the rights when they get back to the station? That's normally what they do when they sit down in the room. They read the rights, don't they? Yeah, maybe well, I'd, like I'd imagine they're meant to. I've never been arrested, so I don't know how it works in this country. Mm-hmm. But I've never been arrested in any either. country. But yeah. I don't know how it works in this country. It's like I'm not. I'm not I've never had the, the right to exercise my. Next is the right to remain silent, <laughs> or something. You definitely wouldn't be able to exercise that right, Connor. No. <laughs> Cube. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, because I, I don't imagine I would do anything like enough to be arrested for it. I hope. <laughs> you would. You would. That is not on that going to jail. To great, going to jail is not on the scale of greatness. <laughs> no, but I mean, you talk so much that you'd get in there and you'd be like, "Here's the beans." <laughs> Uh, Here's the tea, sis. I don't know. I don't know. You could argue with a stick, remember? Yeah, but arguing with the police is very different to arguing with a fucking stick. Yeah, but you wouldn't argue with the police. Right. Because you would spill the beans as soon as you went in. Okay, thanks. Are you calling me a snitch? No. Yes, you are. You talk so much. She's called me a snitch. (laughs) Unbelief. What? You can't be a snitch if you're snitching on yourself. But why am I. Who am I snitching on? Am I snitching on. This is not on the scale of greatness at all. No, this is a random tangent. I know, but That's at the same time, like I, 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 two I, bitches at a podcast. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I think you would. Okay. I think you would be like, I know who done it, and they'd be like, who, and you'd be like, moi. But what if I idolize the person? And I don't have. I don't want to do that. <laughs> what person? I don't know. 
Well, then what are you on about? Then what are you on? I'm hypothetically Don't in... bring I don't knows to the table, Cube. Okay. <laughs> now we're very off topic. Okay, let's get back on topic. So we're talking about idols again. Mm-hmm. Who would you say is a modern day idol in comparison to someone like Marilyn Monroe or James Dean? Oh... Um, like who who is who is today's Led Zeppelin okay now you threw me off with the Led Zeppelin because Led Zeppelin's very different to um, Marilyn yeah okay Monroe. so who, who would you say is an iconic actress now like who do you think's got the same name size well not name size but like impact as say Marilyn Monroe Ooh. is it Mel Streep or is no, Mel, Mel, Mel Streep an, an idol on to Maybe early 2000s. Okay. 90s. That was her biggest time. Like late 90s, early 2000s. No. Mel, Mel Streep is immortal. She's eternal. Yeah, she's not acting that much anymore. Doesn't matter though. She's still, got, she's still an idol. Mel Streep is fucking powerful, okay. man. So you asked me a question Sorry. and then answered it for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah, I did a wee bit, but I didn't mean it like that. Sorry. I meant like... Um, I thought you meant like modern. You said modern, so I was thinking like today, like like right now, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, go I'm back to that to and, and ignore my Mel Street pants out. <laughs> um, well, early two thousands, I would have said Megan Fox. I want to say Megan Fox because she's the one that, like, I don't know, like, she was voted the most beautiful woman in the world. Um. She was pretty much the one that brought eyebrows to the table. What? Like before Megan Fox, before Megan Fox, sorry. Nobody had really, like, nobody had really chiseled in their eyebrows. Okay, right. Not really, well, I don't think so. I mean, of course, like, this is all, um... I'm sorry, that was such a confusing sentence to hear. Like, <laughs> well, Megan Fox came... And had these like yeah you know, drawn right okay so 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 she's she's the equivalent in, in terms of like a the popularity of like a sex symbol. Well, that was like what a, Marilyn a Monroe was. Yeah. yeah, but she also brought eyebrows to the table. Well, Marilyn Monroe brought a lot more than eyebrows to the table. <laughs> um, you know, I just thought of there yeah, that Breaking Bad scene where <laughs> Skyler. Happy birthday. <laughs> so funny. Anyone that knows who Marilyn Monroe is and anyone that's watched Breaking Bad will know the scene that I mean. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. Is, is Breaking Bad a, a TV show that you would idolise? Oh, I idolise it. I think it's interesting and okay. funny and was thrilling to watch but I like, I would never want to be a meth dealer <laughs> or <laughs> a meth cook or anything like that yeah. I mean I hear it's good money but <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth the hassle not worth the hassle we don't, we don't recommend cooking meth and selling it that sounds like a bad idea that's not something to idolise or to try to attain to I don't fancy someone like Tuki or what was his name Tuka or something Tuko Tuko that Tuko. was it I don't fancy Tuko coming chopping on my door no. <laughs> I'm not as smart as Walter White. It's really weird though that we've spoken about a lot of idols and they're mostly people, but there's people things that like people idolise to make money. Like you idolise people who are rich. That's what I was meaning when I said earlier about idolising people that are successful and yeah. stuff. Like a lot of people sometimes 
you know, when it's like Steve Jobs and people like that, maybe it's not they idolize what they've done, they idolize what they have. Yeah, I think we already talked about this and I just brought it back up again, didn't we? It's okay to revisit <laughs> things and put our new opinions to it, you know? Yeah, we've weaved, we've weaved in between quite a lot of topics again, but I think we did quite well. Not really. We haven't, I don't want to say, I mean, we stayed a little bit on topic. I mean, this is two bitches on a podcast. Two bitches on a podcast it's and a conversation about idols. Tangent E. Idols in the, I don't know, a zeitgeist yeah, of I the social culture. Word. I like that word. From Cardi B to Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. Steve Jobs to Thomas Edison, mm-hmm. and then other icons from sports, such as LeBron James, Michael Jordan, yeah. and Pele, and Messi, Michael Jackson, and a bunch of guys who did not get to be Messi's level and are really disappointed about it. I think idolization pushes you to achieve what you want to do. Again, it's kind of something that influences you in, in itself. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you aspire to be an artist, you will probably like more artists than anything else. Do you know why I think uh, really interesting people in culture are the ones that change the game? So, okay. someone like Billie Eilish, for example, I think she's changing the game right now. She is changing the sound. Is she making waves? She is. She's changing the is sound. Is she a millennial Britney Spears? I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> she's changing the way that pop music sounds. Okay. It's just the same way that the Migos changed the way that rap music sounded. Okay. Like now, when you listen to rock to modern modern rap music, mm-hmm. it's got the Migos sound. So right. it's got all the skirt, a curl, all yeah. that stuff going but on. But is that right? is that like? is that a trend or is that something there's a trend that Miko started right okay and so I feel like people like Billie Eilish are doing the same changing the way something sounds and in that iconicness Mm. is born an idol okay get what I'm saying yeah so would you say Migos are soon to be an idolised I think like hip hop icon like if they would they be in in 10 years time would they be the same the same conversation as like Biggie Smalls and Tupac. Well, they're, I they're really singular. Hope not. They're they're solo artists. I think it's a fair comparison, but like, you know what I mean. <laughs> like on the on the scale of greatness, like how 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 high up the Migos currently think they stand because they're apparently the best in the game. But is that is that just for? I don't the cl- like the Migos. Like I'm I'm not a fan of Migos as as a group. Um, I don't think they have really any talent. I think. <laughs> Like no, I mean it. It's no, I get what you mean. Like, I like I'm not a fan either. But at the same time, rap was definitely the the biggest, the best. Where <clears throat> lyrical skill was at its highest. Okay. Will Smith. No. Will Smith is not the height of of rap in the nineties. He is an idol. Will he's right though. Will yeah, Smith is a modern cinema idol, idol yeah. but he's also a really average rapper. Yeah, he's not a very good rapper. He, he wrote some good songs. He's more like a bop. He's more like a bopper yeah. than a rapper. Like it's it's not bad. Like I like I like the Men in Black song. Yeah. I for some reason and I, Fresh I don't Prince. I don't I don't like it, but I also don't mind the the Wild Wild West one. But like <laughs> only only once. Like if you if you start playing it over and over again, I will. <laughs> fucking hate it wicked wicked jungle is massive <laughs> that was funny um so yeah 
another random tangent. Love it. Um, <laughs> so I think with Idols, again, great band. I'd do how I recommend them. But two bitches, one podcast. Random tangent on Idols. Idols, Idols, Idols. Well, maybe we come back to this one again. We might come back to this one. Maybe. I feel like I fucked this entire ending up. But this this one was hopefully better audio. Yeah, hopefully. And brought to you, brought to you by coffees. It might cigarettes. not have been as much content as last week. Or wasn't as varied or fast. Audio should hopefully be better. <laughs> yeah. But whatever this one there. But thank you for your time. Thank you. See Drink you next water. Week. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.